This podcast is being recorded on the traditional lands of the Ghana people. I'd like to pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging. This land has never been ceded. We all have those moments where we feel remarkably unqualified, but for some strange reason, we choose to be unafraid. I'm Jessica Rowe, a film student created and the host of this podcast. I don't know what I'm doing, and neither do my guests, as together we dive into conversations about boldly following our passions and kicking goals, with a focus on creativity and being a young adult in Adelaide, unqualified and unafraid who braces just going for it. Amidia? When was a time where you felt unqualified but you chose to be unafraid? It was when I got this uh, subcontracted job at a video marketing company. Wow. I didn't know much about video marketing. I knew a little bit. I knew enough for the job. Mm -hmm. And you went ahead and did it? And it went well? It went well. There was uh, some ageism and misogyny in the workplace. (sighs) I wouldn't go back Mm. Uh, but it was fun while while I was there so tell us a bit about yourself and what your main creative mediums are well I suppose my main medium uh, at the moment is music and my voice Mm -hmm. Um, but I couldn't say it will always be my main medium because I'm also so interested in uh, and passionate about modeling, um, painting, drawing, filmmaking, poetry, uh, even podcasting. Like I've tried pod- podcasting before. It was really fun. At the moment, I'm studying Certificate 3 in Music Industry Performance at Music SA. So that is my main focus right now. Cool, cool. And photography. I forgot about mm. that one. Yeah. Wow, so much. I used to like do a little intro for every person, but now I decided to like let people actually explain how they classify themselves like creatively because so many people don't just have one thing, you know? Mm. So you actually contacted me like because we were both featured on the Onkaparinga Youth Instagram and you asked like if we could collaborate and stuff like that. So you seem, like, very driven and, like, a go-getter. Do you, like, what do you think drives you to kind of go after what you want? That's a really good question. And I I do feel really driven um, creatively uh, and entrepreneurially. I think, like, having a, like, always having a vision of what I want my future to look like uh, drives me to be so proactive about doing uh, the things that are going to get me there now rather than later. Um, And I love it. Like, like, I love being excited, like, every day, pretty much. Um, And being a part of things and creating things and being in in industry events with people and collaborating with others is what is exciting to me. Mm. Uh, so if, if, if an opportunity arises and it doesn't bring me that excitement, I just decline. Um, and I'm always like following that feeling of excitement and inspiration. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, cool. I totally relate 
in like if you can visualize if you can like see a good a positive future then you're so much more likely to like actually work for it I always feel like horrible for people who can't seem to like see hope for the future if that makes sense and often those people are the people who just end up being like they don't make the effort because they don't think that they can like achieve it yeah yeah and there's so many reasons why like people would think like that but I just always feel like really lucky to have that belief that you can actually get to that end point yeah yeah and it's strange like it's I I relate to that a lot because I feel like I've always known what I want Mm. and if I don't know what I want then I want to figure it out yeah um and it's strange to me and I can't relate when people don't see something in the future for themselves because you can literally have anything you want it's just like like there's no right or wrong answer so mm. I don't understand when people don't have an answer. Yeah. Which is, but that's also okay. Like, there's such a, there's like a, uh, a beauty in that, mm. not knowing what you want, and then just like trying to figure out what you want. Exactly. Uh, even if it takes a while. Do you think that people are like born with that kind of go-getter energy, or do you think that um, that's like a skill that can be developed? Mm. Probably both. Because um, I've always been, like, naturally quite assertive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say that's because of, like, my ancestry also. Because in Maori culture, there's, like, such a archetype of, like, a warrior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've also, like, developed it as a skill at the same time. I feel like growing up, uh, my parents weren't, didn't, like embody the responsibility that I needed when I was a kid right so from a really young age I became like hyper independent mm. um thus like I when I know what I want like I get it yeah yeah because mm. I've had to do that for myself but it's turned into like a really good thing yeah. yeah yeah it's like you've taken something that's like kind of not the best situation but now it's like you've made it into something that you can use for your future on Caprinity Youth Instagram. That's how we connected. So have you grown up down south? Is that where you've always lived or? Mostly, mostly, yeah. Um, when I moved to Australia, I've pretty, I've pretty much only lived like south of the city. Mm-hmm. Cool. And how has where you've grown up influenced your um, music and your art? Ooh, uh, I went to like somewhat of a hippie primary school mm-hmm. like it's not it's not like super like strict and like a corporate fucking office mm. like a lot of schools are um so I think like just being able to express myself they didn't give a fuck if like a kid showed up with like black track pants even though like it's not technically a part of the uniform um they really like encouraged creativity yeah Mm. so that has probably impacted me more than I realize right um yeah but then also being a part of like Onka Brenda's council like you're around so many uh mediums Mm. so what do you actually do there like what's your role in the council 
Yeah, I mostly went to the music programs and for a really consistent time for a few years. Right, cool. Yeah. And then I also did some of the entrepreneurial type workshops. It's such a, like, I'm genuinely, like, such a fucking business nerd. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I, I just, like, look at YouTube. Mm. I've learned mostly everything that I know from YouTube. Yes, as it should be free. Do you feel like there's this kind of stigma within creative communities of actually being interested in the money and business side of things? Uh, yeah. Definitely. Mm. Um, and I think it can be very problematic because there's nothing wrong with wanting and earning and creating an income for yourself and like sharing that with everybody. I just don't, I don't really understand why people are very like strange about money. Yeah. Especially in the creative industry. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of like, commercial art is almost like less respected but it's like that's still art like I feel like it's an it's an art in itself to be able to make something that you enjoy doing while also profiting from it yeah 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 it definitely can take some creativity to be able to figure out how you're going to monetize your Mm. art um yeah and like everybody deserves money and to live freely so do you see yourself kind of in terms of business like being because to clarify you're still in year 12 so you're just like setting yourself up for the future at a very young age do you kind of see yourself continuing in the freelance space or do you want to start like any other type of business in the future I definitely would want to take the next step soon mm-hmm. um as a musician like there's obviously the option of being with a record company a record label yeah um I'm just not sure if I would want to be with a independent record label or a major label because mm. uh, there's drastic pros and cons between the two mm. but even like now i I don't think, like, a major record label would necessarily sign me. Right. Because I don't have, like, a giant Instagram or TikTok following. Yeah. Um, and I don't actually have any music out at the moment. Um, coming soon. <laughs> coming soon. I think being with a indie label would benefit me more now. Mm. And, yeah, as for modelling, I think that... I just would prefer freelance. Yeah. Yeah. So you just kind of have all these little avenues that you can kind of just freelance your way through. You're currently working on your song that will be put out soon. Um, Can you tell us a bit about that? What's it called? What's the vibe? Um, Many people have already heard it uh, because I've performed it a couple of times. Right. Um, Yeah. I would love for it to be finished soon, but I just can't say when it will be Mm. done. Uh, Because I have, like, a specific vision for it. Uh, Like I was saying, I know what I want. Yeah. And when it meets that standard and level of excellence, 
then I'll like be able to release it. But yeah. I just don't. I just don't. I'm not interested in releasing music that I'm not like happy with. Right. I mean, I'm happy with it, but I know it can be so much better. Mm. And I want it to be better. Totally. And what's it called? Malt liquor. Can you tell us about what inspired the song? Like, what's, what's it about? Ooh, it actually has, like, quite a complex meaning to me. Okay. Because um, the hook of the song goes, Picture in the street, lights flicker, Walking in a dream, just take a sip, but I lick a stuck in a magazine. What you mean? I'll get sick of, I'll get sick of it. The drink in my hand, with the gun to my head. Um, that's the hook. Amazing. Thank you. Oh my god. Exclusive live performance. <laughs> yeah. It's about like fantasizing and daydreaming about like this kind of lifestyle that is really uh romanticized mm. kind of like the like city life mm. uh nightlife yeah party girl kind yeah. of fantasy um i have struggled like with addiction in which i've overcome mm-hmm. um and, like, I used to feel so guilty for, like, even just having a couple of drinks, mm. uh, which now, like, I, I don't really feel guilty about it, which is a really good, healthy thing. Yeah. Um, but at the time that I wrote it, I felt like having a drink in my hand might as well be the same as having a gun to my head mm. because I, like... Slippery slope kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've experienced, like really low lows of addiction Mm. I just felt so scared to even like indulge in any drugs or alcohol Mm. um yeah right yeah Yeah. and then the rest of it is kind of just like about connection to like divine and spirituality right yeah oh my god I'm so excited to hear the whole thing sounds really interesting where do you see yourself like going ultimately with your creative journey like what's kind of your goal at this stage after you finish school like what are you hoping to go on to um right now like I'm not really focused on like the bigger things Mm. like I want to move out of home um and like be able to comfortably abundantly and prosperous prosperously prosperously (laughs) um support myself through my creative businesses yeah um yeah but like in the future future i just want to be like a global recognized artist all right going for the fame yeah (laughs) Uh, I respect that. <laughs> definitely, like, multi-millionaire status, if not billionaire Oh, my status. gosh. All right. Um, <laughs> in, like, t- in terms of my career. Uh, but, like, besides that, I just want to chill and, like, be happy. And who are your main, like, musical inspirations? Ooh. Um, hmm. Ooh, def- definitely, definitely, definitely. Erica Padu. She's very big in, like, uh, the hip-hop scene. Like, she's very, very, very well-respected. Right. Do you sing and rap? 
Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I can't really think of anybody else, like, off the top of my head. My partner inspires me a lot. Mm-hmm. Jai Bond. So you would say your genre is definitely in the hip-hop space? Somewhat. Uh, probably, like, R&B, hip-hop, soul is, like, cool. what I'm kind of, like, cultivating at the moment. Mm. But I'm also interested in, like, different avenues, like, electric or punk rock. Mm, cool. Um, you obviously write your own songs. Um, have you noticed any common themes in your writing? I do know that sometimes when I try to write love songs, they turn really dark. Right. And grimy, like. <laughs> like, have you listened to Pierce the Veil before? I have to say, I actually didn't go through... I feel like that's the really, like, scene kid phase. Yeah. But I... Because I was on KI, like, no one had, like, a scene kid phase. Like, I was so sheltered to, like, all oh, of the popular, yeah. like, things in, like, the old scene. Because, like, all I knew was, like, Taylor Swift. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Didn't we didn't like internet culture and stuff? I feel like scene kids and stuff like that was like very much online. Yeah. And like on the island there just wasn't much like internet culture when I was growing up. I remember like I was the only person in my school who like watched YouTube, like YouTubers. Like no one knew that like YouTuber was like a legitimate thing. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't have like a like a full emo phase no i thought that like reese maston was punk <laughs> i don't even know who that is i'm creating music that is that could mostly fall under the hip-hop r&b song category mm. um or genre mm-hmm. um but like i definitely want to experiment more with genres Obviously, I had to, like, do a bit of a social media stalk of you before this interview, um, and I just, like, felt like everything that you wrote and, like, if there was, like, a video of you, like, talking to the camera, like, you just seem so, like, self-possessed and, like, in control of your life in a way. Like, you just kind of know that you have the power to, like, go forward in your life, like, the way that you want. Um, and I was wondering if you had any advice to someone who might feel like powerless in their life and who can't really see that, like the way forward, if that makes sense. Mm. Mm. That's, that's a really good question. And I didn't really like realize until you mentioned that I didn't realize like how empower, how like in control and how powerful I feel in my own life Mm. until you said that that's (laughs) crazy I'll probably say like do something that makes you feel sexy yes (laughs) probably like I know I feel powerless when I uh or I feel like not grounded when I don't have like a consistent thing that I'm doing Mm. so routine yeah routine really really helps me even if like you change it up every now and then like I don't do the same I don't I do not do the same shit every day but like um something that could make someone that feels powerless feel more grounded and powerful would be to have a consistent sleeping schedule Mm. um and to have a consistent spiritual practice like every day you could do something like journaling meditating 
mm. doing a guided meditation. I use Insight Timer, which is great. It's such a good app. <laughs> um, it's kind of like com- my favorite quote, not to get all deep, but like my favorite quote is discipline is freedom, mm-hmm. which is like super, I feel like a bit contradictory because when you think of discipline, you don't think of freedom. You think of like being constrained and stuff. But it's like once you have discipline over yourself, like you have control like in your life in yeah. a way. And I feel like that's where sometimes if people do feel out of control, they can take like discipline like too far. Like, yeah, you know, like being too disciplined with themselves, and, like what they eat, like all that yeah. kind of stuff. But like when we're talking about like the positive things, like going to sleep on time and like meditating and stuff that requires discipline so that you are like you know you have the choice to do that yeah but it also requires so much compassion with yourself as Mm. well um I feel like if you have a lot of discipline but you aren't like matching the same amount with compassion it's just like probably hurting you yeah yeah agreed which I, I understand um when you mentioned like how when people might feel totally out of control Mm. They might be way too disciplined with themselves, yeah. particularly with, like, eating. Um, I feel like so many people can relate to that, mm. uh, having disordered eating because of their life feeling out of control. Mm. Yeah. But, yeah, definitely, like, having a lot of compassion for yourself. Like, I don't do a guided meditation every day. I don't do yoga every day because sometimes I don't feel like it. And yeah. that's okay. And I have that compassion to be able to, like, allow myself to do what I want to do. Yeah. While also having the discipline to keep myself, like, on track and keep my mood, like, stabilised. Yeah, totally. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for the rapid-fire questions. Are you ready? Ready, yes. I'll ever be. <laughs> <laughs> Best thing about Adelaide? The food was the first thing that came to my head, but that's mostly because I'm really good at cooking. You're the best thing in Adelaide. <laughs> Alright, worst thing in Adelaide. The misogyny. Mm. Which isn't the worst. But like every like in every place in the world, that's probably that would probably be my answer. Yeah. That's pretty bad. Where's your favorite hangout spot in the city? There's like this park. It's like the one next to the train emo station. Park. It's not emo <laughs> park, surprisingly. That why do you like that park specifically? Um, because it reminds me of my beloved. Do you have something to prove? I prove to myself every day that I am love and miracles are natural. Favorite Adelaide micro celebrity? I just keep thinking like me. But like I wanna <laughs> I wanna shout out like one of my friends, but I'm just like, oh <laughs> um let me just say Jai. Bon. Your partner. Yeah. <laughs> Your star sign. My star sign, uh, aka sun sign, is Virgo, and then my moon sign is Aries, and my rising is Leo. What will the life of Amidia be like when you are a little more qualified and completely unafraid? Hmm. I'd probably be like holding some like crazy high fashion um, shows. Nice. <laughs> that's like the first thing that I that's also like a medium that I forgot to mention like I love fashion design 
but like I don't really tell people that because I don't have anything to show for it at the mm. moment. Um, but I'm definitely into it. Cool. Yeah. All right, you're gonna be like in your million dollar house, like throwing these fashion shows. Ooh, that'd be pretty cool. Would you live in Australia? I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I wouldn't move like, like I wouldn't move out the country in the next like year. Mm. Um, like I'm, I would be open to moving, but I probably wouldn't want to live in a place like America, for example. Right. And where can people find you on social media? On social media, I'm on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, uh, and LinkedIn. If you need that for some reason. <laughs> um, at Amaria Mahuika, A M I R I A M A H U I K A. I hope that was right. <laughs> Stay tuned for Malt Liquor. Um, yeah. So if they follow you on Instagram and stuff, they'll see that when it comes out. Yes. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. So if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your mates. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please give it a rating and a review. For updates, follow at you and you underscore podcast on Instagram. And thanks for listening.